Welcome to the Management Minute with Dr. Donita Brown, where we sit down with business leaders to gain valuable insights and advice on how to navigate the world of management. Whether you're a seasoned manager or just starting out, this podcast is for you. I'm Donita Brown, a professor in the College of Business at Lipscomb University. I'm also an author, speaker, and habit coach. For almost 20 years, I worked in corporate America. I managed teams of two to 102. Welcome to this week's episode. Today's guest is Ashlyn Shum. Thank you, Ashlyn, for being here. Thank you for having me. All right. So this interview, we'll do three questions. We'll start with your one-sentence bio. Would love also at the very end for you to give parting advice for managers. And then I'll sneak in 60 seconds of rapid-fire questions. So let's start with your one-sentence bio. Gosh, a one-sentence bio. I don't know if I can do that. I'm going to try. Okay. So my name is Ashlyn Shum. I am a healthcare leader, and I am a mother and a wife. That's that, Those are the highlights for yes. one sentence. I like it. <laughs> I like it. A lot of different roles. Yeah, a lot prob- of different roles, yeah. You could write probably 10 papers on all the different things that you do and, and all the hats you wear at work. Specifically, I think all of those roles are, are management roles. So, Oh, that's a great point. They yeah. are all management <laughs> roles. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, let's get to the first question here. How do your values impact your management philosophy? So as a manager, I would consider my top most impactful values to be curiosity, determination, and respect. And I can kind of briefly speak to each of those and how they impact my style. Curiosity is really important to me personally and, you know, as an expectation for my team. So I fully believe that learning is an intentional act. I always say no one learns by accident. I've always been naturally curious and I, I love learning. I'm, you know, I, I mentioned to you earlier that I'm an adjunct at, at Belmont, but like a lot of people early in my career, I often felt like it was a sign of weakness or, you know, maybe like a flashing sign that you don't have experience to ask questions or, or you know, express interest in learning about areas that you don't have experience in. And What I've actually learned in my career is that the most effective leaders often are the first ones to ask questions. And so as a manager, I really try to foster an environment where there's no fear or shame in asking questions. And then second, I mentioned determination. And, you know, one component of that is, you know, I have and expect others to have like a ferocious work ethic. But deeper than that, I think determination is really about holding firm in your purpose, And in practice, this means that I try to lean in when there's a challenge and specifically when there's skepticism. That's like I get excited when there's skepticism. And um, that's the kind of team that I try to foster is that, you know, we know our purpose and we hold firm in it even, you know, when there's a challenge. And then last is respect. So I really try to foster an environment as a leader where people are able to bring their full selves to work. Because I know for me personally, I do my best work when I'm able to be myself. And so, you know, in practice, that means like having due regard for the feelings, the traditions, the experiences of other people and and being able to work together in a way where no one's having to conform or fit themselves into a box. Oh, good. So curiosity, determination and respect. Yes. How do you continue to foster curiosity? It's tough because I think sometimes people can think of curiosity as being um, like a personality trait. 
And for me as a manager, the way that I've tried to continue to foster curiosity is by identifying with individuals what their natural talents or interests are and aligning their work to those things. There's this great book and, and test, I think it's by Gallup, and one of the learnings that Gallup talks about in that book is that the fastest way to grow and progress is actually by focusing on your strengths, not by trying to improve you know, where you're lacking. And so that's what I try to encourage with my team, and I think that that impacts and fosters curiosity. That book and the first time I took Strengths Finder changed my life yeah. because I have always wanted to increase my analytical skills. Mm-hmm. And what that told me was that's not where I need to focus. Yeah. Like you can't exponentially increase a weakness, right? But you can exponentially increase a strength. Exactly. And yeah. That that book really did change my life. All right, ready for question number two? I am. Who or what has had the most impact on your management style? So I have been incredibly fortunate to work with some great examples of, of leadership in my career. There are really too many to name, but I would like to highlight a couple. So Dr. Lee Warren at Belmont, I think she was a professor of yours as well. One of the like most important things that I've learned was from her, and that's that excellence and compassion can coexist. She talks about in her advanced negotiation course that Uh, You can be hard on a deal without being hard on a person. And that really was just groundbreaking for me to, you know, like a light bulb moment. And then I'd also like to highlight Dr. Nelson Lee that I work with at Humana. He's a really great example of servant leadership. And then finally, Dina Lieberg is an analytics leader at Cigna. She took a chance on me as a new and young leader. And so I'm very grateful to her. Yeah, yeah. And those are great people to name. Yeah. And then, you know, those are sort of the who, but there's also a really important what for me in terms of what's impacted my career. And that is the experience of being uncomfortable. Hmm. And I think especially for a lot of new leaders or, you know, young professionals. And I know for me personally, as a young woman, there were a lot of times where I felt like I didn't belong at the table or I was like, you know, the least smart person in the room or had nothing to contribute. And, you know, there were also times where I felt like people made me feel that way on purpose, Uh, you know, in business and in life. You know, there are people that will intentionally make others feel that way. And having those experiences really resolved in me, one, you know, a desire to prove myself, but then two, a desire to lift others up when I have the opportunity. Yeah, that is so great. You know, I was leading teams and often um, at HCA, the only female in a lot of meetings, definitely the only female manager or director for a while. And when Sheryl Sandberg came out with her book, Lean In, I bought like 20 copies and I just started handing them out to people like, you should read this. It was so important, especially just like sitting at the table and having space and taking up your own space that you need that. Yeah. And helping, helping others realize that they too should take up space. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Third question. What book has made the biggest impact on you? Well, you already named it. So, oh, did I take your thunder? I'm so sorry. Stole my thunder. (laughs) No. So, Lean In came out like at one of the most pivotal times in my life. As you know, I was trying to figure out what do I want to do for my career? What do I want my life to look like, you know, personally and professionally? And 
that book just really changed my life. I think it changed a lot of people's lives. But there were a couple of key sort of insights or nuggets from that book that I, I wanted to briefly talk about. And the first one that I always tell you know, women that I, I work with and, and women in my life is that make your partner a real partner. So important. So my goals, both professionally and then, you know, what I wanted my, my family to look like and having kids required that I have the kind of partner that I have. And I couldn't have achieved it without him. What a lot of other families might call like the dad babysitting, mm -hmm. you know, is really him leaning into our home the way that I lean in at work too. You know, people often say like a relationship's not 50-50, it's 100-100. And I, I think we've really built that. And, you know, everything I do in terms of my time and my talents at work, it's also an investment for my family. And, you know, you want to have the kind of partner that recognizes that and supports that. So that was a really critical piece of advice from that book. And then you mentioned sit at the table. So important. You know, like I said, no one learns on accident. I think, you know, you can't expect to become a senior leader or make an impact without you know, sitting at the table, you can't be on the sidelines. And that's a very uncomfortable experience for new and young professionals, I think, but so important. And then the last, you know, nugget from that book I wanted to mention was the idea that your career progression can look like a jungle gym, not a ladder. So I think it's, you know, we often feel or new graduates especially feel like, you know, you have to know exactly where you want to be and you have to know the sequential steps to get there. And I think that's so limiting. And, you know, the way that my career has looked is that I have followed the threads of what interested me and what, you know, energized me. And so every role I've learned something and I've also identified, you know, a new area that I'm curious about. And cumulatively, it's kind of, you know, I think rounded out my experience to get me to where I am. And it does look more like a jungle gem than a ladder. Yeah, those are great. Those are, those would be the points that I would have pointed yeah. out too. Yeah, that, that's just a, such a timelessly great book. Agree. Okay, you ready for sixty seconds of rapid fire questions? I hope so. You're gonna do great. What motivates you to get out of bed? My children. What problem are you currently trying to solve? What's for dinner tonight? What's the biggest challenge you face today? The biggest challenge I faced to date was experiencing heart failure after having my children. Texting or talking? Texting. Hamburger or hot dog? Oh, hamburger. How do you take your coffee? Black. How do you, what do you hope to be doing in 10 years? Working with amazing people on projects I'm passionate about. What class have you taken in college that you wish you didn't take seriously, but you wish you would have taken seriously? Oh, goodness. I took all my classes seriously. <laughs> That's a great answer. I'll have all my undergrads listen to that. Um, you can have coffee with one dead person. Who would that be? Jesus. All right. I don't know if you drank coffee, but I'd love to. Well, <laughs> this is this is rapid fire questions. We don't have to overthink it. So thank okay. you, thank you for that. Um, great job. I know that's that's uncomfortable for a lot of people because it's like, oh, what's going on? But but you said you embraced being uncomfortable. So. I try. There we go. All right. Parting advice that you could give to managers. What would you tell them? Find something in each person on your team that you can empathize with. Hmm. I've 
as a new manager, my first you know, role, I walked into managing a team of people that were all older than me and all had more experience than me. And what I had to get comfortable with really fast was knowing that I could respect their experiences and learn from them without sacrificing my authority or what I brought to the table. And so my advice is, you know, as a manager, identify what you can empathize with and learn from each person on your team. That's excellent. And that actually goes back to with one of the things that you said about your values, which was respect. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Respect the person. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Ashlyn, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed you being a guest. On thank the you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Management Minute. We hope you enjoyed this week's interview. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend or colleague. If you have suggestions for future guests, please send me their contact information to donita.brown at lipscomb.edu. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. Thank you. This podcast is powered by the College of Business Content Creation Studio at Lipscomb University. Thank you.